Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and of course, my sister Kix. Hi. Hi. Happy whatever. It's uh, Sunday when people are listening to this. Okay. Happy Sunday. <laughs> you made it through. Um, I hope you're enjoying your Sunday. I yes. personally had a week of um, manicness, unhingedness. Well, you don't know how it's ended. You're right. You're right. It could have ended on a, on a great note. Great. Speaking of great notes, we have some <laughs> things to talk about. There's some big developments in the podcast this week. Yeah. To <laughs> <laughs> sound a little more excited. No. But wait, so I, well, I got an email that from, from Mr. Apple himself or Mrs. Apple, whoever. I, they. They. Apple. They, oh, my God. They, Apple, email me and um, said that we... <laughs> in the top 150 podcasts of TV and film in Canada. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's kind of lit. And you also said Australia too? Yes, Canada and Australia. Now, what I would like to talk about a little bit more though is where um, all of our friends who uh, mm. live in the United States of America, because I actually know no one in Canada. So I'm happy we're, we're reaching there. Yeah, I mean, it's truly crazy how little people I know that live in Canada and Australia. <laughs> I'm going to say right. one. I do know one person that lives in Australia, and that's it. Okay, and I know zero. <laughs> so what my challenge for um, all of our American citizens that listen <laughs> is to step up. Step up. <laughs> Tell your friends about us. Um, no, show but seriously. Up. No, they- Tom, show up, if you will. As we are talking about The Bachelor this week, show up for us. Period. Please show up for us. Um, no, but seriously, thank you guys so much. It's honestly crazy. I didn't really believe that that would ever happen. Um, and I'm confused certainly (laughs) still, but we're just rolling with it. So thank you. Um, and speaking of our fans, that's weird to call them fans. Our our, Our our divas. divas, our dumpster divas. Uh, once again, we want to start the podcast with another fun review. And I have a review that I'm going to read today, um, from, from iTunes that I feel is very fitting to today's episode it's very short okay but very to the point okay? i also want to say something off the top if you're from canada and australia and you're listening please rate and review us and make yes. sure you say from canada i almost said <laughs> oh you almost say ciao ciao <laughs> like italian i'm literally unhinged today okay <laughs> okay so yes please you don't know but seriously please say if you're from canada or Australia yes so we can review we can read your i review. really like to send you something nice um no so this review um comes from uh someone named shane and um the review the title of the review is in all caps uh natalie eckenfels is my queen <laughs> and the review, once again, is five stars. Once again, please rate us five stars. If you have some negative comments for us, still rate us five stars, and we'll still read it, okay? Um, but this one's positive, and it's short and sweet. Have Natalie on again, please, I beg. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, Shane. guess what, Shane? Your dreams have come true. She's here today, listeners. Yes, um, we are going to uh, take a break uh, before we bring Natalie in, so don't unmute yourself now. <laughs> You're dying. You're dying to respond to that that um that review. Well, but, I, okay, um, yeah, we'll talk no. about it. But we do know Shane. You don't. Yes, but yeah, we well, do. Don't yes. say that. Oh. We're trying to. 
We don't want them to think that we're just reading reviews from people we know. <laughs> Read my review next week. Yeah, I'm like, did you write? Did you rate and review the podcast? Of course by the way, I did. Okay, same. I did too. I re-downloaded Apple Spotify or an Apple Podcast to rate and review. Oh, that's exciting. That's um, okay. Well, uh, once again, thank you, Shane, so much for loving Natalie, and we love Natalie too. And we're gonna have her on in just one second to talk this week's episode of The Bachelor, and there's a lot to talk about with that too. So uh, we'll be back with her right after this short break. Okay, and we are back uh, with uh, a returning guest. She is one of our more popular guests, we've learned, after her episode came out. We also have learned that she bribed everyone to listen to it, and that's why the episode is so popular. So, uh, <laughs> Natalie Eckenfelds is here again. Natalie, hi. Hello. I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> I'm really shocked, you. honestly, to be back. <laughs> Wait, why are, why you, are shocked? you shocked? I literally could barely speak at the end of the episode because I was so intoxicated. Like, I ruined <laughs> my career in showbiz. I know, but we were on, like, a bender at that point because we had been, like, away for Christmas upstate, oh. and we had been drinking, essentially, oh. wine to the veins from 8 a.m. <laughs> to, like, 10 p.m., and you caught us on, like, day... It was New Year's Eve, which was, like, our, like, day 14 of that, so... Yeah, it was... We were in a similar place. Yeah, we just probably rough. seemed more calm cool and collected yeah i don't ever seem calm cool and collected so it's par for the course around here but yeah <laughs> you didn't you didn't and a reminder to everyone listening if you haven't if you didn't listen to natalie's first episode um she is the original dumpster diva because she has fallen into a trash can before yes let's bring that one back around <laughs> we should we should honestly remind them every time they're here oh my god yeah i know wait also natalie we were we um had a natalie review last week as well I back by popular demand, I guess. Yes, well, yes, you to are. be a sloppy drunk for the for the people. Um, great. Well, Natalie, what's how are you today? Um, it is currently nineteen degrees in Tulsa. I'm on day three of a ice day, so I've been stuck in my apartment for three days. Not looking good. We got fifteen inches of snow coming in. I have no food, and <laughs> things are looking bleak. It sounds really bad, to be totally honest. No, it, like, I'm actually stressed. I was pacing my kitchen earlier, trying to figure out what, how I'm going to get to a grocery store and get alcohol. Um, to make you feel worse, it uh. is 60 degrees in Atlanta right now. It's 60 there? Yeah. I could, oh, my God. I could, my apartment is a cool 62 because I have too many windows <laughs> and no insulation. Like, it is freezing. So Now, I do want to just tell you something about ice. It melts. So you'll be you not be okay. below like above freezing <laughs> temperatures for the next week and a half. So. Oh shit. Really? Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Everything's yeah, fine. I, can you walk I, to a liquor store? Oh, no. Oh no. I was about to say, I can't even walk to my car without almost giving myself a concussion. Like I tried to shake my, take my trash out and I, I fell very hard and it hurt really bad. So I'm just going to stay inside. <laughs> Okay, Wait. and then my final question is, why didn't you prepare better for this? Listen, the, uh, <laughs> second, second natural disaster, I have been trapped in my house with no food. So I don't watch the weather. I have not learned my lesson. Mm. And I probably won't learn my lesson again after this, but no, that's good for you. No, I, good for you. I, I famously don't watch the weather either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's not on Twitter, I'm probably not going to see it. So, <laughs> Well, this has been Weather Corner here at Dumpster Dive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a new segment we're bringing in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait, before we get into The Bachelor, Kix uh, 
texted me this earlier, and I think it'd be fun to just have a moment to talk about uh, the cultural moment that's happening right now um, in uh, our lives. Um, that's the Britney Spears documentary. Oh, oh yes. I was going to say, Kix chipped her tooth, similar to how Natalie chipped hers. Oh, oh do you want to tell that oh, first? <laughs> Wait, we did wait, wait. We did not tell the story about Natalie chipping her tooth last time. So do you want to have a chip tooth round table? We I mean, mine's just really quick. I was just in a car um going to get a COVID test and something <laughs> fell out of my mouth and it was part of my tooth. <laughs> Were you eating like taffy nope. or something? Nope. I was doing nothing. And my dentist asked me, she goes, Was it traumatic? <laughs> and I was like, No, it literally just fell out. <laughs> I can't tell you mine was traumatic. <laughs> Yeah, Natalie, can you break down for the listener what happened to you? What birthday uh, was it? Was it 26? <laughs> God, it was no, so long ago. I literally, it was 23, 23 probably. We were yeah. babies. And uh, well, back in old Stillwater, God, the, I sound like a country bumpkin every time I come on this podcast. I'm sorry, there's ambulances. Um, so we were celebrating my birthday, and it was homecoming, which is a big deal in Stillwater. And we were walking to one of our friend's houses, but I was walking on the grass already. And you know, there's little, what are those things called from st- stanchions? I Stanchions. Thank you, stanchions. Okay, this is a new this word to me. They brought this me. up in Salt Lake City and I had never heard this before. Well, stan- no, and not to get too off of this, but like famously I slit Tom's head open with a stanchion. Okay, stanchions but are I, the devil. That's what that's called. Yeah. yeah. So the stanchion and the chain link rope. Uh, got me because I was already on the grass and so I was walking towards the sidewalk where they so I was already walking where they don't want me to walk and I uh tripped over it did literally not catch myself not didn't have a scratch on my hands my whole face just caught me on the sidewalk and they're crying obviously dramatically said call 911 um (laughs) but we were with boys so they didn't say like shut up Natalie you're being dramatic they actually called 911 so then an ambulance came and then I yelled at everyone for calling the ambulance and um, they forced me to check, like they, to check, to check me out because you know, I might have a concussion. And then I later got stopped by the police again, walking home alone because I had blood running down my face with minus a half a front tooth. Wait, the same night? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I called my parents about 50 times at 4 a.m. They did not appreciate it. Famously, I was asleep in my uh, apartment where yes. Natalie was staying. Finally made it back after I asked in. the police officers, are you arresting me or not? Um, ma'am, we're trying to get you a ride home. <laughs> okay. So, oh, but yeah, she came in. She came no. in guns blazing. No. Oh, also. She came in, yeah. She came in hot to the apartment. Didn't hear a peep. <laughs> I also was supposed to get my graduation <laughs> pictures the next day. That also yeah. did not happen. And then I had to teach for four days without half a front tooth because the dentist could not get me in. And I'm sure the kids really responded to that. Yeah, well. they said, "Where's your tooth?" And I was like, <laughs> "Funny story." And then I uh, chipped. It came out again uh, two years later when I was teaching because I tried to open something. And then one of my kids says, "My mom told me not to open things with my mouth." <laughs> Okay, yeah, Natalie, I have to tell you, though, Natalie, yes. if I had chipped a tooth and there was a replacement tooth in there, the f- last thing I would be doing is trying to rip a bag of carrots. I forgot that I had a fake front tooth. <laughs> you almost got arrested. How would you forget? I certainly never How would you, forget. I'd never forget. Well, I did. I also, I will not, I will do you the solid on this one and not post, not send those pictures. Please, Lord Jesus, those are 
heinous photos. They're oh, they're bad. <laughs> I want this. I mean, it's like me with my camera. Like I I think I look like uh dumb and dumber. Like I have like both of my front teeth missing. So I'm like trying to take a front facing selfie and I'm like crying and doing like lips. Yeah, out. she's like trying to figure out how bad it actually was. So I have like so 50 like, selfies. I think I might have seen this. They're really sad. Probably. It's a low point, but. Well, speaking of low points, <laughs> uh, can we talk Britney Spears a little bit? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, so this is a little bit off track. And once again, this is not, um, this is not dumpster mm-hmm. viewing. You know, this is a very serious topic, but. I feel like everyone's talking about it. it. We would be remiss not to just kind of touch on the documentary, and I know we all watched it. If you have not watched it, uh, New York Times did a documentary on um, FX. They, they have a they have a series where they do like every episode is a, do- a short little documentary about a topic, and this topic was um, about Britney's conservatorship. And uh, yeah, it wasn't really. I, I would give the documentary like four stars out of five because like I didn't feel like we found out a lot of new information the biggest takeaway that I had from it was just I was reminded of my experience watching the Michael Jackson documentary where when I left that documentary as well I was like wow we knew about so much and we just never did anything you know and I don't know it's 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 a hard pill to swallow knowing that we all were a part of I mean we've all made a Britney Spears losing her mind joke yeah and that's what I was like I agree with everything you're saying. It's not that, like, I learned a bunch of new things, but, like, it did kind of be like, oh, yeah, we all are part of this problem. And people who are like, I never, never made those jokes. It's like, no, that's a fucking lie. No, that's not. Yeah, it's like, that's definitely not true. But it's like, we've all seen the meme, that like, that about her 2006, like, shaving head thing. It's like, I don't even want to bring it up because it's just putting bad energy into the universe. But... It was just like, oh, yeah, I mean, we all laughed about this at one point, and it's tough to, like, look at and see how much damage, like, collectively as her fans we've done. And I know a lot of it has to do with media influence, and thank God, thank God social media was not at where it was, like, when in 2006 when she had her very public um, breakdown, but... Yeah, it's just a hard pill to swallow, and it's also, like, just gives you a look into misogyny at its fucking highest, like, yeah, most public I've ever, like, witnessed. I mean, of course, I mean, in hindsight. I don't know if that's the right thing to say, but Natalie, what do you think? Um, So, like I said on the last podcast, I wasn't really allowed to listen. <laughs> what did we not allow you to no, do? No, no, my, well, parents, my parents. parents. Like I wasn't as a oh. child, I was not allowed to. I thought you said on our <laughs> on last, last episode, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to yes, speak I, my mind. No, no, no. Yes. <laughs> Tom is a dictator. I don't know if anybody. <laughs> that's, that's not not yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I didn't grow up in the culture of Britney, like worshiping her. Like, obviously, I love her songs. But as I've gotten older, I like understand I didn't go through the phases of like everyone else did but I famously like to read a lot of blind items and like the you know gossipy kind of side of Twitter and Instagram and so like I've learned a lot through that and then I started reading it so I already knew like you said a lot of stuff in the documentary but it was like I just love seeing like the younger version of her and then like who she is now is just like so polarizing like it, it is so sad 
seeing her as a younger artist and like now. Yeah, I yeah. will say though, it's like there's a level that of it didn't. She does seem very kept to herself, but she is still the same like woman she is at the core. You know, I know that's like kind of weird to say, but like when we compiled, when they compiled all of the information and we were looking at her very young quirky strong outgoing but there's still like that core of like southern like silly and kind woman that we still see today and again it's very muted because um of everything that's going on but i thought it was interesting it's like no one will actually know who she is well, I so I actually disagree with you. I think that she has completely 180 on her personality. Like when you watch, she has like a, a kind of like a she's very good on her feet. Like she's fun. She's really funny. Like in the earlier days, like you can tell that she's like good socially. Like she gets conversations. She gets how to like like have fun with people. She's so good at interviewing. Like I don't know who was her press person, yeah. but like they trained her so well. Mm -hmm. Like she's so good at interv interviewing and she was able to let a lot of awful interviews not really hinder who she was. I think the, I think the biggest shift in her has been in the last like four years, maybe like there, I don't know if it's, um, if it's uh, a pill thing, like if it's a like diagnosis situation where she needs to be on certain things. I don't know if that's something that's in, in her life and I don't want to diagnose her with anything. I don't, I don't know that about her, but she just seems like in a, a haze, you know, like she doesn't seem present yeah. ever since that, ever since that, um, like Vegas drama. So maybe less than five years, like so maybe two, like three years. Mm -hmm. That was yeah. 18. I think I, I want to be clear. I don't think that she's the same girl. She always has been. I just think that like, there's still like part of her that, we see on Instagram and it's taken, I think a lot, I know this is contradictory to what everyone thinks, but I think a lot of her Instagram is taken out of context because everyone wants to read into it a lot. And no, I, I agree. I do think that she is different of course, but I think that she's trying to be herself on Instagram with like these silly things that, and like silly dances and playing with her kids. But yeah, there is a haze. I see what you're saying, Tom, about that. I also want to say, uh, fuck Perez Hilton. That's one thing. Yes. Um, and also fuck me because I used to read Perez Hilton. I yeah, was one same. of those people. Like I literally, like me and um, my friend Olivia, like we used to like sit in college, like in her bed, and just like read Perez Hilton because we love like who doesn't love celebrity gossip? Oh yeah. You know? But like, I mean, that's but, what we're like, doing. Like, yeah, all I mean, the blind exactly. items. Like, I don't know if that shit's true or not, it's but so I just fun. love to read no, it. No, 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 and. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is fun, but like, like the way the things he said, just like an interview, it's awful. And his the 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 steps he takes to like make fun of people is disgusting. And I, I yeah, fuck him. Um, also, fuck Justin Timberlake. Womp womp. Uh, once again, yes. <laughs> I hope for the. I cannot wait for the Janet Jackson documentary. That's oh coming eventually yes. one day, because. The world still does not completely understand what happened there, and I didn't understand everything that happened there until recently. Same. And um, as what I mean by that is her, the aftermath of it. She essentially disappeared from music after the Super Bowl because, like, she was not like no one wanted her. Yeah. Because of like, like, her you know, being a slut, quote unquote. 
And it's so interesting. When did slut... Sh- that was such a fad then was slut shaming. When today, like, like, and I'm not throwing any judgment in anyone's way. I'm just saying, like, today, like, kids who are 15 years old are on TikTok and, like, Kim K get up and, like, mm-hmm. showing like their underboob with their backwards bikinis. And it's like the journey of slut shaming these people to be like, are you really a virgin still to like where we are today with like the kids these days? I don't mean it sounds so old being like the kids these (laughs) days. Do you you know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. I definitely, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I think that like it's a door that is going to be open, especially after this Britney documentary where everyone's like, Oh yeah. He Justin Timberlake did have like a part in all of this. That I feel like there's people are they have to be in the works. Maybe I would hope to God Janet Jackson is in the works for her like comeback documentary where it's like expose exposing everything. <laughs> At the same time though, she doesn't owe us no, anything. No, no, you no. Know? Neither does Britney Spears, and that's what I ultimately no. like mean by this whole thing is that Britney Spears doesn't owe us anything. She gave us truly the world when we were like when I was a kid. Famously, my mother is an incredible mother and gave my cousin $19 to give me to sh- like for her birthday. Cause she got two Britney Spears CDs. So she gave her $19 so I could have the other one. I don't, I didn't know that. Yeah. It was oh, her. Yes. Cause it was the one time we went to Arizona for her birthday. Cause it was, it's yeah, in I remember that. July. So it's painfully Mars there. And, um, she got like three Britney Spears CDs. But I remember one one birthday I got three Justin Timberlake CDs. His first album was like so big, and I was such an instinct head. Mm, yes, you were. Wait, who was? Wait, Natalie, who was your like? Like, I loved um, NSYNC, um, and Backstreet Boys were like underneath that. But NSYNC was my like everything, and Destiny's Child. Who was like your like artist or your group or whatever when you were a kid? Um. Billy Graham. <laughs> the Gaithers? <laughs> Billy Literally. Graham. Okay, so I think, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, Carrie Underwood, I remember like in fifth grade, like American Idol. I, she was a Christian. Of course I could listen to her. She was Little Miss. Okay, yeah, yeah. Paramore in middle school was like, I live oh, for sure. Paramore. Yes, and Kelly Clarkson. I live for Kelly Clarkson. Like I remember being on the church playground like screaming the songs of like behind these hazel eyes as if I was <laughs> like it was I mean but I was never I just never had that like obsession I guess I don't know I would say the closest would probably have to be Karen Underwood which is sad Tom? I'm sure Jesus loved to hear you <laughs> sing behind these hazel eyes on the playground guys <laughs> look how far I've come Tom and I famously <laughs> were obsessed with like so much pop cu- culture as children. I've, I've like, had to catch up. So like, that's where, yeah. that's where I'm at now. It's just like the past eight years. I've just been, I was obsessed up. with green day. Like I was I never really listened to them. I just thought they were hot. Like I would cut out <laughs> his name is what Billy something. I would cut out Billy pe- Joe. Isn't it Billy, Billy Joe? Not, I named my, I think fish. it's no Billy Joe. Isn't it Billy Joe Armstrong? Yeah, I think that's the same. Yeah. I don't know. Same with My Chemical Romance. I just thought, like, we just literally ride or died for people when we thought, and we would, like, make cutouts and put them all over the wall. We would, like, give magazine cutouts to, like, our neighbors for their birthday. Wait, so my, so this is, like, one of my, like, top best dad moments, like, of all time. 
So shout out Tim. I love you, Dad. Um, so this story is both cute and might make you cry. Just be aware. Um, so I was so obsessed with Destiny's Child. And like when I like say like I'm a Beyonce fan, I'm like, no, like I've loved her since like I was a child. Like I would go to school with like Beyonce on all of my binders. Like and I, and I was like, she's just so really hot. She's, like, that's yeah, why she's on my she's binder. So hot. I I love hot girls. And that's why she's on my binder. <laughs> I only have hot girls on my binder. <laughs> um and so he just knew how much I loved her and um this was around the time of when Destiny's Child did their, like, they got back together briefly. Like, they did that final album together, which had, like, um, Lose My Breath and Soldier yeah. and Some Cater of their most, you like, iconic things, yes. Yeah. And so, during their press junket for the album, they promoted McDonald's parfaits. McDonald's was doing their, like, healthy menu, and so they started, like, having parfaits, which is, like, so disgusting. Um, <laughs> and they had, in the McDonald's, in Flower Mound like our like hometown McDonald's, they had like a cutout of Destiny's Child, like holding parfaits, like Real Housewives, like literally just like, like holding like the golden apple in New York. Like they're like holding these parfaits and it was like the ad for it. And dad went in there and he was like, just curious, like what happens when you guys like change over your advertisements? Do they like just get thrown away? Do you guys have to send them back to corporate? Like, do they go somewhere else? And the, and the people are like, no, we literally just throw them in the trash can. And he's like, okay, well, what day do you get like the next, like, like ad, ad thing for the foyer of McDonald's? And they're like, gave him the date. And he's like, great. So can I come by that day and pick this up? And so we like one day I'm just like sitting in my room and he knocks on my door. He's like, I have like a present for you. I'm like, like it wasn't my birthday it was like just the most random time and he's like we have to get in the car we have we have to go pick it up and i'm like okay and we pull up to mcdonald's and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> actually no i probably wasn't like that because i was fat so i was probably like <laughs> ah, can i get two burgers <laughs> and a milkshake <laughs> but but he's like no you have to wait in the car and he like goes inside and he like comes out and he has like the cutout of destiny's child for me and i'm like wait, I get to bring this home? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, I'm so excited. Can I also get a milkshake? <laughs> so sweet. I know. And then I, I like literally had it next to my bed for all of middle school. In high school. No, 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 no. Not high school. I got rid of it at some point. You should no, have got rid of it. I it could be worth some money now. I think about that too because uh, I had no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. You know what? You know what would be worth money was the full set of NSYNC, no, Backstreet Boys bobbleheads <coughs> I had that I got from the thrift store. I could sell yeah, those, those bitches on eBay now, make eighty bucks. Yeah. Well, famously, one of the, famously Brian from the Backstreet Boys is a QAnon. Yikes. Mm, yeah. So you won't sell his his bobblehead. That is new information <laughs> I didn't know about, but not happy oh, to you hear didn't it. Know that? Um, okay, great. Well, this was a little deep dive on something else besides <laughs> uh, trash. But um, wait, so we need to talk about Bachelor. Obviously, that's why we're here. But before we get into Bachelor, um, there was an interview um, on uh, ex- on Extra with Rachel Lindsay and Chris Harrison that aired today, the, the day of that we're recording this, and um. Chris Harrison came on just to talk about the season and Rachel Lindsay addressed the issues with Rachel Kirkland, who that's her last name, I believe Kirkland, um, who is uh, appearing to be one of the, f- yeah. Kirk one Conley of the front or- runner. Yeah. Well, she's appearing to be one of the front runners on the season of the bachelor. 
it's come out that she is very pro-Trump and there has been a uh, photo that was leaked of her and her girlfriends at their sorority did a like good old South party and they all dressed like plantation owners. And, um, and to top it off. Yes. Um, and so Chris Harrison was there and Rachel Lindsay asked him about it and he did a, uh, subpar job of addressing it. I would say that if you took a track and field track, he, and you put Rachel Lindsay in the middle asking a question, he ran around and up and down the corners trying not to answer anything she was asking. It was aggressively just big ma- like and along the way was so offensive like energy if, yeah if i heard him say woke police one more time i can't, I can't even finish the interview because it just made me feel s- sick and gross i was just like why can't you just take ownership for it and just hold people accountable like it's not a crime to hold people accountable that's not no sure. to sit and say what she did was wrong and not add in a 2018 lens because that has nothing to do with it. No, it really doesn't. And it was in 1960s or something like, yeah, it's, it's really frustrating when people use that as an excuse. It's not an excuse. She is Natalie and I age of maybe a year younger than us. She's quite a bit younger than us. She, but 23, I think it's just, yeah. Cause she was in college two years ago. Yeah, you're right. But it doesn't matter. But, it doesn't matter that my point of all this is that Chris Harrison was talking around and around and not getting to the point and showing off that his masculine white energy that like no one asked for and like kept interrupting Rachel mm-hmm. Lindsay and that's not, not even mentioning the part about the racist thing. You know, it's like to top it all off, he was incredibly like misogynistic about the interview and was just like getting all big chested about it. And then like, it was just like someone, I don't know. I'm talking in circles because I'm just so confused by it. He did not acknowledge the, what that would feel like for Rachel, who is a black woman. Like he never even acknowledged the fact of the, I I, I can't, I don't even know because I'm a white woman. I cannot sit here and express. Well, I think the biggest thing to talk about though, that, like to continue to just like nail into people is that cancel culture Ugh. is not what everyone is always asking for. No. People are asking for accountability on your actions yeah. and all anyone's asking for is an explanation of why the fuck she thought this was a good idea. No one said that they were going to put her in jail no. and no one, and certainly no one's going to put Chris Harrison in jail. It's like Chris Harrison, all he should have said was like, not a good look. And the bachelor, franchise is not in support of racism and uh she does need to apologize it's also it's so easy it i find it so easy to say those things like and it doesn't make Mm -hmm. sense to me why like as an executive producer as the name brand chris harrison like you know better than this and you're supposed to be learning and listening and all of those things that we all promised last june like you're clearly not and like you're just not listening at all and rachel lindsey was like if i were at that party what would i have dressed like exactly and it's also not fair to her that she always has to answer yes oh my god yes 
She's a star. She is I'm a fucking star. Sorry. And we don't deserve Wait, I just want to say something. I meant... Th- oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I meant, like, these people as in white people on Bachelor, not, like, the black community. I think that, like, she is always the one that is confronted with these problems. And I can't imagine how exhausting it yes. is to be the fate, yeah, like, no. the only person there that has something to say. And it's just... I don't know. And then she gets even more hate just for caring. being the only one who has to, who is, who has to s- say something. But she shouldn't even have to be the one who is the only one who says it. Right. Yeah, she Mm. single-handedly got, she single-handedly took care of Becca and Becca's husband, right? She was like, you can't be with this guy. Like, a fiancé? Yeah, fiancé. But, like, like, that shouldn't be her responsibility. Mm -mm. Like, to, to be the person to tell all these white girls that, like, they're, like, doing the wrong, like, it, she's just, she's, She's the constantly falling on the sword of this franchise, and I kiss the ground that she walks on because she is she we we do not deserve her. She handles it with like grace, and we don't yeah we don't deserve her. And I commend her for the interview and just handling it incredibly well. I think that Chris Harrison has way more to learn and way <laughs> he needs to also apologize yes. like now we're yeah. now we're at another level it's like oh now you need to apologize for this and also rachel not Lindsay, rachel mick whatever needs to apologize um i will say well, i saw something ahead. on reality steve's thing i don't know not a lot of people want, but he said production is not allowing her to but that's just not but true. like that's just and what not allowing yeah. her to what wait 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 not allowing, not allowing her, to her to give out a statement but I don't know why. I don't know if that's true. I don't, that's just what he I, stated. I believe. I believe that Rachel Lindsay was like she's not under contract anymore. Correct, and like that's for that. Yeah, like I'm that sure doesn't her contract doesn't hold her back from that. Right. Okay. The only thing I will say, and I'm not. I I try to stay away from spoilers. All I heard though is that, and this is pretty much inferred from how it's going on the show, that she does well on the show. Like we're like we could already infer that from this moment. I don't get so it. like. I, it's clear that they have a connection. It's clear that she's going to go far. And I don't know how far, but I saw somewhere today that they were like, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but it's believed that she goes like at least to hometowns or most likely fantasy suites. Yeah, we we won't spoil, but yeah, she does go um, far. You can tell that they definitely have a connection. I'm concerned that it's going to be a similar situation to in a different an, an extreme level like Hannah Brown and what's his face it was like they were in love and then they after the show she was like oh my god when the show aired and all this stuff came out about I think his name was Jed was that yeah it? yeah that she was like oh fuck but again it's not the same because that was like about cheating not racism well that was like with Becca and Garrett Becca right yeah Garrett and Garrett was under fire his whole season for liking tran- like transphobic tweets homophobic tweets, very, like, really bad stuff. And she's very out, talks very openly about her liberal views. Mm-hmm. And that was their, like, they didn't make it like that. And that's just, why. And I don't know why these producers don't vet people better. Like, I just don't. That's what I'm saying is that there's a common thread here of racism and homophobia and transphobia and xenophobia, ex- all of it. Trump supporters, like, there you... It's not hard to go and someone look at someone's Instagram post or like you make tons of yeah, money. You can hire someone to do this. 
I know, but we're 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 neglecting to acknowledge the fact that a lot of it is intentional. Like yeah. the producers are putting. There's no way the producers didn't know that Rachel like like had conservative views and that's why she's there well, it's not even like, like they, i'll be like devil's not devil's advocate but like you can have conservative views i yes i should sorry like, i shouldn't say conservative but i just don't views, want i don't because like, I, I think that turns a lot of people off to the real issues when people start saying that when they hear oh well i have conservative views and i'm not like that they won't even hear you out for the rest of what you have to say you're right they'll, they'll stop listening to what's actually important that this goes way deeper than that mm-hmm no, no, no. You're you're absolutely right. I I misspoke. No, no, no. I, but I know. But I, it happens. Like I get it. It, it. it kind of sometimes does. Most of the time, coincide. But right. Correct. I just. It's frustrating that that has to be a storyline. Exactly. Especially like, with him being the first black bachelor. It's just like an eye roll. It's like why why do we have to make this a storyline when she could have easily not have been on the show. Period. Yeah. They pick her. Like, I just, and again, she can, people are allowed to make mistakes. And like, I know that is, I'm saying that out of context a little bit, but like, she can come, she can apologize for this and be like, this is a huge mistake. I am listening, learning all those buzzwords to say and <laughs> really do the actual like learning and listening and come out of this and be a new person with a different mindset on life and at the time like it was a huge mistake you know it's like this isn't the end for her and no. that's what you were saying tom we're not there's not it's can not cancel culture it's just truly holding people accountable and teaching people the right way of life like you can't exactly. just be like doing this willy-nilly well, she'll be fine. She, oh, I'm yeah. not she'll stressed about right. her. She'll be fucking fine. If she's surrounded by those people, they will exalt her and everything. She just needs a media person to make her say <laughs> certain things so she can get off our screens. Right. Amen. And I, and I think, I don't know. I hope I handle this correctly. I'm nervous that I, like, said something inappropriate. But I... No. Okay. So, okay. No, I, I wish no. you wouldn't go. I wish you wouldn't go into conversations thinking that. I know. I just. Like it's you, a hard conversation to navigate as three white people. But yes. Of course. <laughs> yeah. No. Of course. Of course. But it's important for people to also hear, like white people. It's important for white people to hear white people have the conversation because a lot of white people aren't having the conversations. Right. You know. Yeah. Like there's a lot of white people that because they don't they, black media. Yes. And say that that's their that is them doing the work, and while that is part of the work, another part of the work is having difficult conversations with white friends and saying that come from different backgrounds of conservativeness, right? And having and talking about and race, and like that's also yeah, important. Correcting each other and correcting yourselves in a right. very like honest way, I think, is a positive way to learn from your experiences, and ultimately, that's what I hope for her. I'm like. I can't, it's just such a shame that Chris Harrison had to really just keep making, he, honestly, he made it worse. Yes, yes. Period. <laughs> like, he fuck, just, yeah. Fuck Chris Harrison, fuck Justin Timberlake, <laughs> fuck Perez Hilton, okay? <laughs> <laughs> wait, okay, let's get into the episode, because yes. this episode was jam-packed. Oh, <gasps> um, So we start out with uh, this two-on-one oh that God. is the world's worst two-on-one and i've said this before in this podcast two-on-ones are the reason i come to this franchise yeah. like i come here to see someone get stranded on an island oh, i come yes. here to see someone get buried alive i come here to get <laughs> i have something to say i'm raising what? my hand okay they have 
very, they have the means to make two-on-one dates actually a date, not just like before the cocktail party. Yeah, I don't like this new like, trend. Just go sit, like go sit them in a picnic table on a blanket with champagne in the field behind where they are right now, and it makes it more interesting. Amen. I know. I, it was awful. And the thing with – we all knew going into it that MJ was going to be going home and that Jasenia was staying. Like, you mean Meredith? There was no – Meredith, excuse me. <laughs> so iconic. I there was, Okay, I died Meredith. Because <laughs> you know that she changed her name for the show. You know what? It made me think of um, on on New Jersey with um, Danielle and Beverly. Fucking call me Beverly. Like <laughs> – you could see MJ's like blood start like boiling when yeah. she said Meredith. It was just like oh, it was so e- it was iconic. <laughs> so good. I don't even actually think MJ is an awful human being. I just think she just got caught up in the wrong group in yes. the house yeah. and was like, uh. <laughs> like except and Jasenia was like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll fight her. Because <laughs> guess what? The real fucking fight happened not 15 minutes later. Yeah. It was like, where is the two-on-one between Serena C. and Katie? It was it's wild. It's just Katie was going to go home anyways. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so we get to, so MJ goes home. That was a surprise. Um, what happened? The rose ceremony? These episodes, a long yeah, we, time no, we ago. we got the rose ceremony. A long time that. ago in Bachelor history. It's a long time ago. Episode, the episode would literally end with a rose ceremony. <sighs> I and miss we, those like, days. And it was just nice. No, we almost got. We had so many dates this episode. We were it's so like close. hard to wrap your mind we were around. So close to end with a rose ceremony. <laughs> I know we almost had two in this episode. It's like, how do we have two hours of of, of 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 time and we don't end with a rose ceremony? What I figured out is that because I record it, it's actually only an hour and a half. The th- other thirty minutes are commercials. I don't care. I can get a whole bunch of housewives (laughs) and 40 minutes with commercials for housewives and I get a full episode that I live for. And yet this shit show, I have to watch for two hours, an hour and a half, and I don't get near as much content. It shocks me every Guys, I have to say, I think Matt is an awful bachelor, but I am having a decent time with the women. Oh, yeah. We don't come here for the bachelor. I love the season. I love this season because the women are great. By great, I mean great television. Some of them are yeah. bad people. Some of them are great people. But all in all, it's a pretty chaotic um, <laughs> season. Wait, so our two big casualties from the Rose ceremony. <laughs> first, we, we, <laughs> what do you? No, I, I love it. I'm calling it that from now on. <laughs> <laughs> our two big casualties. You know, you can have little casualties and big. Yes, casualties. yes. Well, one of them. <laughs> I was- hope. Honestly, I hope when I die, it's a big casualty. <laughs> this is so I, I want it to be epic, right? No, I don't, I don't want to die in my sleep. Talk about that. <laughs> no, I just mean like I, I don't mean big. I just mean like like I want to be remembered. You know, mm-hmm. like that's a big one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I want to like jump. Honestly, off Honestly, just stop or talking about it because you're making it worse. <laughs> like, let's okay. go. Um, anyways, so our two big casualties are um, Ryan, who we met because she's a hoe, and Maggie, who's beautiful. Who's a star. She's like, I'll meet someone that deserves my love. And I'm like, Maggie doesn't, I don't know why she, she should have left when she got trapped in that fucking raft in the pond. She should have just left on her own, though. She should have just, like, rode away. Yes. Seriously. She's so much better than all these women. And then this girl, Ryan, who is sobbing. She's like. I just, 
I would say not like she's past sobbing like she's like hyperventilating like at that point it's just like we're not crying about the bachelor anymore we're crying about past traumas at this point like some we've gone past it we're into a whole other something else is there there's no way she's this sad no in her mind she's probably like I'm so sad about Matt but in reality she's probably like I'm because I've been there you start crying about something small and then it just You've been needing to cry for a while, so it just is like everything starts and it's a snowball down into bad right. news. Like when you, right, like when you chipped your tooth and then that turned into something else. Right, right. And then the police <laughs> came and then the... <laughs> Exactly. No, I actually disagree with you guys. I think she's actually sobbing because... Two things. I think she's sobbing because she's known... She thinks she's going to be known as the hoe. Okay, I'll no, agree with that. she's not the hoe. <laughs> Oh, she's the hoe. The, the other dancer. Girl. Okay. No, we're talking about Ryan as the hoe. Ryan's she's a dancer. Because she she's called her. She's hoe. a dancer, so she's like she's a hoe. <laughs> Victoria called her a mm-hmm. hoe. Right. Yeah, and I think she's crying because she thinks she's going to be a hoe mm-hmm. on TV. And then, second of all, I think she's crying because she's not on TV anymore. Famously, I find her the she find I find her so like endearing and sweet. Like I couldn't, I didn't even remember that she was called a hoe because it's shocking the way she was no, acting. She's very, I was no, like, yeah, oh, she's, she's so very timid. lack of hoe. She's. I think she was very <laughs> underwhelming. I forgot who she was. That's why I thought, forgot she yeah, was. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I would rem- and I would remember a hoe. Famously, yes. you heard it here first. <laughs> I only surround myself. If someone called me a hoe on that show, I'd be like, thank you. Like, yes. Put it in my Instagram bio, like. It's oh. like someone said you were an escort. That's way <laughs> Yeah, famously. Well, right, so that's a problem. That is a problem. <laughs> um, no, so they go home. But um, we get uh, a group date, which before this group date, we get this, like, the setup. They're all, like, about to sit down for the group date. And during that is Serena C. and Katie, like, start to have their, like, big fight. Screaming which, match. I also don't think Katie is a bad person. I think that Katie just like got way overwhelmed with the emotions of this house. I think COVID plays a big part in all this. Like maybe that's what Ryan was crying about too, is like co- this gave them a break from quarantine right. life. Ooh, you yeah, know? that's right. so true. And, Honestly. Yeah, and they, but seriously, like, I'm like, can I just stay at Neva Cole? Yeah. No, I'll help with setting up group dates. I'll just be on the producers. You don't even have to yeah. pay me. I just don't want to go home yeah. right. in the house that I've been in for 12 months now. Like, <laughs> But Katie has lost it because she has had no group, no, no one-on-one dates and not a lot of time. And so I think that's made her go fully cuckoo bananas and her and Serena C really have it See, out. See, I don't think she went that, I think Serena was going a little too hard on her. I get where Katie's coming from. She's like, I ultimately said this and stepped away and because things were like looking bad. And as we can see in the promo for next week with Heather, like those girls are still mean. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, I mean, I'm not a Heather Stan. I didn't watch Colton season, so I have no fucking idea, but <laughs> she's weeping. She's like these, I've never been so <laughs> hurt sorry. in my life. I'm literally just getting all stocky about that. a boy. I, guys, it's my—it's the best thing that's happened to me I, in 2020. Literally, okay? and I know it's 2021, but it's still 2020 to me. Colton it, in a few I, weeks. I no, that's the best thing that's happened to me is you posting Colton in a few weeks. Oh my god! Okay, Allegedly. sorry. Oh. 
Oh my god, I'm gonna. I need to. Okay. Like, I want to keep making memes about it, but the problem is, like, at some point, I'm outing people. Well, it's already right. been outed. <laughs> trust me, it's already been outed in a ton of blind items. So, like, yeah, Natalie is. Funny. Her middle name is Blind. <laughs> <laughs> it is what I do when I'm so. Okay, but back to Wait, Katie. But, oh yeah. I yeah. just. Okay. I, I I think I agree with you, Kix. Like she didn't do anything wrong, and like Serena was coming at her. I just wish. She would have handled it like she handled Victoria in like such a calm, like direct manner, but like she fully lost it. And that that's where I lost points. Like I think Serena C also I I get where she I get both sides of it for sure. Um, but I think that she they went too hard on each other. <laughs> they mm-hmm. literally just went balls to the wall. And the fact that the girls I'm sure they weren't like in there. I wonder hotel where room, they were. They were probably in just like a little in a conference room. lobby area. <laughs> I did like like following them around so I could like see more of the area where they were was interesting. Yeah, I do. I'm interested in going to Nima Colon just to see it. Okay, didn't it, didn't Potomac ladies go there or something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they went there. Okay, we gotta go. Was this episode where Brie? No. Brie wasn't Brie. So Brie and Abigail were on the the full. Date, but they didn't get a second. Um, they didn't win. Sorry, sorry. Let me restart that. Okay, Brie and Abigail, who are my favorite people, love for Matt. I think they were on the group date who didn't win. Correct? Yes. And then I'm. Tr- I literally can't remember what happened this episode. <laughs> okay, well I'm trying to get you there. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you think. You I'm, why I, you don't know why I you think I'm leading this? I think. I'm not okay. No, I, I don't know why because you could. I, I know why you're not leading this because you just everyone. <laughs> this is probably gonna get good. <laughs> no, it's fun. Wait, no, no, no. So, um, we the group date gets set up, but it, through the group date, we learn that Katie is gonna be the one on one, right? Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah, because so, um, Piper just went on the one on one. Oh, wait, <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Piper Wait, went. when did that Piper happened happen before the group date. No, no, no. Piper happened before the group date. Yes, you're right. You, you're absolutely yeah. right. It's, it was Piper. Because they're date, together Katie. when they find out that. She, oh, you're, you're absolutely yeah. right. Okay, oh so sorry. Piper goes on a one-on-one date while the girls fight back at Nima Colon. Correct. Uh, yes. <laughs> so pipe, but Piper goes, and this is something I could not stop laughing about. <laughs> Piper goes to a. IRL carnival, which they clearly set up for the show because, like, there's no carnivals happening right now. Duh. And on The Bachelorette, Brendan had to set up a carnival made of paper, of paper. Like, he literally, they they literally had, like, they gave a him paper liter- cut out yes. of, like, a ski ball. That's why he peaced out. He was like, fuck this. I'm not doing this anymore. And it they is pretty fucked up. had to have costed $50,000 to set up all those rides that they only went on one. They, they, yeah, because they, they had to have rented all that and then have people. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, how did that not cost so much money? Do you think they let I mean, the girls go after their date just to, like, have fun? <laughs> no. Why not? You already paid for it. Oh, my God. Honestly, so can you picture? Honestly. You know what? I bet they were like, Heather, you can go. You can go on. In your yes. minivan. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Derailed. Okay, so timeline for our... I just want to remind everyone we charted on Apple Music, <laughs> and it, this is a, the most in, manic in episode can, in Canada. <laughs> For some reason, people like to listen to this. 
Hey, my uncle lives in Australia. Maybe he's listened to it and spread <gasps> the word. So. That sounds like a false it, No. <laughs> I'll shout out to Uncle Tim. Taco Tim. Uncle Tim. No, Uncle Tim. Uncle Tim. Uncle Tim. <laughs> Uncle Tim and Uncle Daniel. Shout out. Shout out. Oh, the, you have a gay uncle. Yeah, though. his partner's name is Daniel. That's the gay one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we love that. We then. love him. We stayed with him for six weeks last couple summers ago. So by we, she means her. Yeah. We were not. I think her. I think everyone got that. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, what do we think about Piper on in her longevity on the show? I he is so attracted to yeah. her, which is like he wants to bone. I did so. not see that until he randomly ran up to her, started making out with her during her confessional, and that's when I yeah. was like, "Wait, what?" So I need to start paying more attention to her. Right. Yeah, I, I don't get where their attraction really began, but so many of these girls are saying they they love him. That's it. what I was saying last week when we were talking about th- that this show. It was like there's so many people. There's more people that I've ever seen who have feelings for the lead. Usually there's like three girls that are, you can tell that there's like true feelings and the other ones are faking it, but this, everyone likes him. <laughs> Which is going to be bad for him. It's quarantine. Guys, COVID is the is the, thir- the 30th member of the cast. Agreed. <laughs> like, it's COVID. Like, that is what is making them fall in love so fast. But, um, no, after Piper, we get, then we get our group date, which is our bowling date, which I thought this was a, a blast and a half. Yeah, they genuinely looked like they had so much yeah. fun. Yeah. The only thing that um, makes me upset is that Abigail was on the group date, a.k.a. she didn't get a one-on-one. And I don't think she, she gets a one-on-one next week. I, I, okay, I'm going to say something, and I don't think this will get me in trouble, but I'm just going to venture into oh this God. carefully. And this is, this is not about Abigail. It's about the producers. What's different about her is that she has, is hearing impaired. And I just don't trust these fucking producers to not, like, make um Matt, like, make her a big part of the early part of the season from a um front-facing standpoint from like a publicity standpoint like they like they cast her and what are the chances that they cast someone that is a first for them and she gets the first impression rose like they set it up to be this big thing and I know our friend Grace, who was on last week, said that she thinks that maybe that she is being vetted to just be the Bachelorette, and she's just, like, here, like, to say that she did it. But, like, I just don't trust the producers, because I don't get how he could be so infatuated with her, and then just not give her the time of day at all. Like, at all. Well, we saw that happen with Piper. Like, literally this week, he was like, I'm so excited to have a one-on-one with Piper, because I've had an eye on her from the beginning, blah, 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 blah. I'm glad that she was patient, but it's well, like, cause you know, the producers are the one who picks the one. Well, yeah. He has I don't know why. No input. Right. So like that, crushed. that goes with more of Tom's theory of like, mm-hmm. she's just here to save face, which is horrible. But like, what's odd though, is that the, like statistically speaking, putting on my smart hat, <laughs> um, the people who get the one on the first impression rose on the first episode go all the way or to like the top four. Yeah. Like it happens every season. Almost. It did not happen on Tasha. It did not happen with Tasha though. Remember Tasha gave her first impression rose to the psychopath. Um, 
that weird new guy. Oh, Remember the that serial, guy the serial killer. He, yeah, it was be- beady eyes. Yeah, he was scary. <laughs> the Zodiac killer, but yes. Um, no, but I just want to go back to this for a second because I, once again, I just want to clarify what I'm saying is I do not trust these fucking producers, yeah. especially with how they're handling this Rachel nonsense yeah. to not try and push this girl on Matt because they know it will make good television. Like I can't, I have to imagine that they have nudged relationships. That's what the show is. Don't you think? And no, like, that's confirmed. It just, it's clear to me that like he doesn't really like her and it's like well why on earth did you give her the first impression rose yeah she has to i mean she had i don't know i don't i'm curious to see how the rest of the season plays out because like grace was saying last episode i do see her being the bachelorette i see a lot of these girls being the bachelorette though like I think Brie would make an incredible bachelorette. That's I said who that I want. Her first, yeah, her. F- I think it was like the second episode that she Victoria. got the one-on-one. Victoria <laughs> apparently is a Trump supporter. That Yikes. I just I just found that out yesterday. But um, oh, you didn't see the Trump? Wait, you, you didn't see the? I sent that to didn't Tom. Didn't I? Send Natalie that to you? sent that to me. Yeah. Sorry. The Trump. I thought. No. She was like doing it. She was like doing an IG live, and there's a Trump flag like hanging on, the, on the back of a chair okay, behind her. Um. I'm offended that you didn't send that to me. Sorry, I think we no, were Kix, talking in, in, about it. Or no, something. Natalie, I think it was on the Dumpster Dive uh, pod like account. Like I think you were DMing there. Maybe that's you and I what were it talking was. Because I never know yeah, who maybe. who's on it. Mm, I know it kicks their smelly ears. No, but you knew it was. You knew it was. Me. I know. I know it's Thanks, kicks Natalie their for that. <laughs> 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 right, right, right. And then Tom always goes, "It's Tom." Um, no, but I just, that's my theory. I just don't trust producers with handling any storylines delicately. And I, 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 she, once again, she'd be a great bachelorette, but I also think she's better than this show. Agreed. I think, um, most bachelorettes are. No, we had one this year that wasn't better than this show. Claire, Claire. (laughs) Um, no, but I do think Brie, um, is my front runner for bachelor. Okay. Um, no, so um, this group date. Okay, what was weird about this group date? So they bowled, and then there was a losing team, winning team. Winning team stayed and went on the cocktail party with him, and the losing team had to walk home in the rain, which was really mean. And I then love they just it. came back and were like, never mind, come back. Please walk in the rain, ruin your hair, and then come back. Right, but the thing that was so weird about it was when they brought them back, they didn't ha- show any footage. Of the losing girls getting time with Matt. That's what I said. <laughs> Not one person. It was so bizarre. It was so weird. It was like, well, why did we do this? And then he he went around and said good things about each girl who won. And we, we literally didn't even see like a cut to from the girls that came back. It was bizarre. Right. And he gave his rose to, who did he give his rose to again? Uh, no idea. Uh, uh, um, um, uh, Michelle. Yes, Michelle. Michelle, who could have thrown that bowling ball straight into the pin softball style. That woman is a (laughs) fit. She is like a a young Michelle Obama. (laughs) I am so impressed by her. She's so fit, like her arms. Oh my God, I am obsessed with her. And she's a teacher. I... We stand teachers. Uh, I just, in this home. I wish podcasts sometimes were visual because Natalie is petting the chin of her cat right now. <laughs> no, but Natalie, it literally, you're like a villain. Like, you know how yeah. a villain like pets their like white oh God, cat? Stop. They, like, I plot. literally, <laughs> I love that so much. Keller is the perfect cat for a villain. 
The cat is very cute. She's she's the the cutest cat in the whole world, and I will. She really is so cute. She is the best. Sorry. We're not gonna have cat fights because <laughs> mine are very cute. Cat, cat fight. I love um, Riz. Wait, no, no, no. So, um, what, wait, what happened next? <laughs> Um, I literally every so after the I'm always surprised how little I remember about was Katie's no, so, Katie's one so, on one. Yes. Yeah, so, wait. 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 Before we get to Katie, though, we have to we, let, let's take some time to talk about Heather. Oh, I don't because this all this all was in between these scenes, Heather. So Heather, we get this big promo all season. We've got this promo that Heather, who was on Colton season, is showing up to um, the mansion, and she's going to be like, "I want to be with him." And now, what I didn't realize, it's pretty far into the game for her to show up. Yeah. And then on top of that, I can't quite understand if this was how staged this was or how not. Because... Um, Well, she was mic'd up, so it was staged. Well, I know know that that had to happen for her to get there, but, like, logistically, like, she did have to quarantine. But then, I don't know if you... I saw an account on Instagram posts, and I'm so sorry that I do not remember their name, but... They posted that Chris Harrison said, like, well, you'll have to go back to your hotel for a little bit. Like, he, like, as if he already knew no. about like, I'm sorry, her. didn't he say he said, motel, he with, said an motel. with an M? So, I wanted it to be motel, but I watched it back and it was hotel. <sighs> I really thought it said motel as well. I, I will. It's, it's, it sounded like motel, right? Yeah, I thought so. I will say it's pretty fucked up. That um, her best friend Hannah Brown, who's also really close with Matt James, just didn't like give his phone number to her. <laughs> I I can't understand it. So, and but and t- but timeline wise, thinking about it, when did they film this season? They filmed in July. Because the quarantine, aka that's that's not true. I don't know why I just said that. They filmed in October. <laughs> yeah, because it's like. What? July, July, sorry, sister, July, July was when they filmed Bachelor. Oh okay, God. so when was Matt James, like, uh, announced to be the Matt Bachelor? Matt was announced a while ago. Though. Okay, so like, this, we've I'm, known it was him. I'm asking these questions, I'm asking these questions because I'm going to put the timeline in. So Matt James was announced, like, quickly after season, <sighs> even maybe before, because it was right during all of the summer like the height of the black lives matter movement because people were like yeah and stuff like i okay so let's say early yeah i think it was summerish yeah so but remember that hannah brown tyler c matt james and some other guy were all quarantining together in florida in florida but at the beginning of the pandemic but if so my question is that it's like Timeline wise, if Hannah Brown was like, yo, my best friend, Heather, would be perfect for Matt James. And then Matt James got announced to The Bachelor. It makes sense that it was set up. But then why wouldn't she go on as a contestant that came out of the woman? Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. It's like, why didn't she come it earlier? The TV would have been much better if she just was on there and everyone was like, oh, okay. But something we'll get to, what we can talk about, it doesn't really matter, but, like, I was obsessed with the fact that no one knew who she was. She <laughs> I loved it. And, I loved it was, like, and so the much. door wouldn't, she was like, who er, are er, you? Er, trying to get the door to open. <laughs> and the girl was like, um, oh, oh, like, they were, like, they, they literally like, laughing oh, at her trying to get in. <laughs> it was, like, such real um, life. No, I know, but, so, for those that didn't know, I did not know who she was until recently, and she's now one of my new favorite Heathers. 
because <laughs> she and I have a I, there's an elite group of Heather. Oh, so true. Okay? And Heather Dubrow. Oh. Heather Dubrow is not in that. <laughs> no, like, the Heather's from RuPaul's Drag Race would never be topped. Like. Uh, that's a good one yes. too. Heathers. I also think of he- Heather from Rock of Love. Oh, love her. Uh, I didn't watch please that. Please look her so up. Yeah, no, no, no. She's queen. Um, no, but Heather had never kissed anyone um, on her, Colton season. So on paper, a good match because Colton had never had sex with a woman at that point. And he so, worked on woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Col- We're literally getting allegedly, fired. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm kidding. We're getting fired Colton- from the podcast universe. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Honey, this this tongue got us on those Canada charts, baby. So, <laughs> no, but um, so I got to watch their first kiss for the first time while the episode was airing because um, a friend of mine sent it to me. And after she kisses Colton, they're on a one-on-one date. There's a scene with her like talking to the producers, and she goes, "I I kissed a boy." <laughs> I'm gonna post That's it. That's gonna on, make me after quarantine. It's been like two years. Wait. Yeah, please pour that wine. Yeah, closer I just want I want us to be Natalie. quiet for a second while Natalie <laughs> pours the wine. Yeah. Sorry, I know I could pick say, up that kind of noise. Natalie. Yeah, um, um, no. So wait. Uh, that's my new favorite meme that I'm gonna use for everything. It's okay? amazing. Um, so Natalie, not to put you on the spot, but I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, when God. was your first kiss? Oh my gosh, I got hot. <laughs> um, no, not in a good way. Like nervous. No, you don't have to answer. I, I honestly okay, didn't so like, mean it in a weird way. No, no, no. Way. So, like, first kiss, like, just literally a peck, was at my 16th birthday. Um, people were hiding in the bushes because it was at my house for my birthday party because, like, he had told people he was going to do it. It was, like, a bet. This is my life. Like, it was a bet. <laughs> um, people were hiding in the bushes. It happened. The next day at school, I heard a girl who I cheered with talking about how she liked him, and he just did it as a bet so he could say that he was my first kiss is all very traumatic and that is horribly mean and i'm so sorry to bring this up no 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 I it's not fine you know <laughs> it's pretty much all been downhill since then so. yeah do you realize why she was so nervous kicks do you feel bad yeah i actually do <laughs> no it's fine it literally was uh you know it's just part of the course for my life and it's you know wouldn't have it any tom. other way tom you next Am I gonna? Mm-hmm. Am I just gonna offend everyone? Here? No, no, no. My first kiss. My first kiss was well. My first like funny kiss was in preschool. I got really nervous after singing, like in a show, and we had like our like preschool showcase, and we sang like Mary Had a Little Lamb or something. And then like after we finished singing, everyone started clapping. I got so nervous, so I turned to the girl next to me and grabbed her face and kissed her. Wait, that's so that is cute. so cute. I had no Which idea. Which is so cute. Is it video? I also video. think she. I also, I'm nervous she has a Me Too story about that moment now because I forced myself on her. <laughs> but then I'm my first kiss, like, hot y'all. and steamy kiss was, I can't remember. It was, like, in, was it, I had a girlfriend in eighth grade, but I had kissed girls before. That I had, I had like, a semi-serious girlfriend in eighth grade. By serious, I mean we dated for, like, two months. Oh. Her name was Sam. <gasps> oh, I remember yeah. that. I remember that now. But no, but so so that was like, but but we and we like made out, which that was like new to Ooh. me at that point. But before, but in between that and 
um, preschool. I guess a lot of girls. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I really can't remember. Okay, kicks. Oh, famously, I have a pretty iconic first kiss story because I was a child. In I was in fifth grade and I had a boyfriend. Um, I won't say his name, but his name was Reese. <laughs> That's a cute yeah, I was name. Like, who cares? There's no way Reese Jeffrey listens Tom! to this. <laughs> Bleep. Bleep. No, so he, like, we were having, like, a get, it was, like, the summer, and we had a bunch of people, I had a bunch of people over to the house to, like, jump on a trampoline, as you do when the you're. Simp- the simpler the times. The simpler times. <laughs> And he, like, I had a, like, broken toe. I'll never forget it. I had a broken toe, so I had, like, a little boot on. And so everyone else was jumping on the trampoline, but I wasn't. And we were... The cat cat is pissed. We were in my backyard, and, like, at our parent, Tom and I's parents' house, we have, um, they have huge windows that look into the backyard. And he, like, leans in for the kiss. He kisses me, and I, like, turn and look at the house and like my dad, my mom, Tom, and then a friend of our, a neighbor of ours were standing in the window just watching the whole thing happen. Yeah, we saw the whole thing. It was, it was hilarious. And, and of true Marion Hamlet form because she like, she's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. She comes out and goes, mm, does anyone want some snacks? No, not full Mean Girls style. Wait, I just her. found Reese Jeffrey on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, him and I you, you still follow him. Yeah, we um, communicate every once in a while. Shit. And so, Wait. so does Kay- Kayla follows him too. Ooh, Kayla. Yeah, uh, we grew up together. He like I've known him for my whole life. He went to we went to middle school, elementary school, middle school, and high school together. Is he cute? Uh, on his Instagram, it's just like photos of nature. Uh, honestly, that's, what, that's all you can ask for in a boyfriend. Like to have weird ass pictures on their Instagram. I hope for more, but I, I mean, more. I have more than that. I, I have more, too, because... Nice. <laughs> just, like, weird-ass pictures, like, no one knows. It's been a cold winter in Oklahoma, <laughs> Natalie, hasn't it? It's been a long quarantine, honey. <laughs> okay, um, wait. We really of derailed, sorry. Name a colon. Let's get back okay, to yeah, name sorry, colon. Sorry. So, no, 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 you're fine. So, one of my other favorite moments of the date of the uh, episode, excuse me. Um, we get Katie's one-on-one that she's been begging for. And literally at the top of my like IG recap, I was like, this this queen is going home. Like, Not I good. see it makes for good television that she will go home on this. Because we got to get someone to go home on a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And you want them to be likable. Like, you want it to be an amicable, like, going home. They go on one of the most homoerotic dates of all time. Tom, Tom I was literally where, dying at your <laughs> commentary. Where Matt <laughs> is going to, a la The Ellen Show, like sit in a computer uh, room. Ellen. And like, yeah, Ellen does that. <laughs> yes, Ellen, like, I know. That's exactly Ellen what I talks into, yeah, yeah Ellen, like, talks like into people's earpieces yeah. to, like, do, do things, things to celebrities. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, He's like in a room next to, um, wait, what's his name? Tyler. Tyler, the hottest person to be on Bachelor franchise, mm. maybe of all time. Maybe. Like he's porn star hot. He's not even like attainable Bingo. hot. He's porn. That's porn it. Hot. He he dated Gigi Hadid. Okay, like of course he, you have like, to be hot, 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 hot. I uh, guys, I saw him run the New York City Marathon. <gasps> oh, you didn't video it for us. 
no, I didn't know who he was at that point, but everyone was like, that's Tyler. And I'm like, he is hot, but like, I don't know who that is because I didn't watch that season. I mean, because I'm a true fan. We all knew that he was coming on the, we all knew that he was coming on this season because that's the reason that Matt is Bachelor Nation is because of Tyler. They're roommates. Which I have to imagine they've jerked off together in <gasps> quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> they have a connection that is, their connection is With his big ass palpable. lubed up hands went towards him. Yeah. I, so I, I, so Matt so Matt's in the computer room telling this holy. this um, masseuse to like do all these crazy things to Tyler Mount and him. then like once again this is the date so then Katie and him go and sneak into the room and <laughs> Matt oils up his hands and puts them on Tyler's naked ass back Tyler's new single Nab naked ass back <laughs> and <laughs> and Tyler turns around and. He's not alarmed by it at all. He's like, oh, come on. Just, it's like, <laughs> it's like, has this happened before? I hope so. <laughs> uh, only of in my hot, fantasies could that have happened before. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Speaking of porn hot, that's a hot porn. They could make some I, money from that. Money. Yeah, I, I mean, they're, I think they're, they can make more money being influencers, but. I don't know. We'll see. I mean. Would you die? We haven't had a gay storyline on mm. Bachelor, have we? Have we had any not. contestants come out? No, no, yes, it, oh, was, really? it was false though. People Bat- no, no, no. No. Bachelor Nation Australia. Oh, yes. Okay, yes, you're right. Two women, two women met on um a season of The Bachelor and are together. I don't know if they're still together, but they um dated for a little bit after their season. Yes. Okay. Shout that, out to Australia, Dumpster just, Divas. Yes. I'm more, yes. Shout, shout out. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm more horny for, though, is like two straight guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but so after <laughs> they do this highly romantic date of just watching Matt play pranks on his best friend, which he involved Katie in none of it, um, Katie and him go to dinner and um, Katie opens up to him about her feelings for him and he just says, no. That's the tea. I don't understand if he if he knew why didn't he just send her home at the rose ceremony? Producers, he's not allowed to. I I just yeah, that's I just yeah, that's true. Didn't even talk at all. Like the whole like one on one, it was just like I'm here for you. I I want to be here at the end. I don't think he said two words the whole entire time. Yeah, they didn't have a connection, but. She's great for television. Like I like her. I think she's good at it. I think she'll. She is paradise material. Yeah. She'll yes, be I there. can see that. Okay, hey guys. Before you continue with the podcast, we're about to reveal a very big spoiler. Um, so uh, just skip ahead, maybe like uh, two minutes or so. I mean, to everyone who knows about this, so I'm just gonna <gasps> say it. But, Ria, um. She was rumored to be the Bachelorette and, like, famously posted on her story, and she said, news to me, with a little shrug. I think she'd be an awful Bachelorette. Was that bad to say? You guys look at me like I have ten heads. I don't think she'd be good at that. She's the Bachelorette. Wait, she is? Natalie, blind item, noodle, Eckenfels, um... (laughs) Is famous for her blind items, so that's okay. Why but this is not a blind item. This is reality, Steve. And I have okay. Which is 
I've been following Reality Steve since circa 2010. Um, Because the first season I watched was um, Jason Mesnick. And that's whenever he got like the whole throwback one. He picks someone at the at the after the rose dumps her picks the runner up, which was like iconic. Anyway, so after that, I started following him. But Jason walked so Ari could run. Oh, my God. And uh, yeah, exactly. That's why he came on that. (laughs) But he said that Katie is going to be the bachelorette. It's not happening on the women to lol, but he said it is confirmed. But he could be wrong. Like, I mean, but yeah, he. I but he doesn't Natalie, say it unless. I know. I know he's it. always right. I know. I asked Natalie today. We texted about it this. I don't know if it's today or yesterday. It was, was today. Like, is he right all the time? Because I really know he's not right. I hate her. I don't hate her. Sorry. I hate her for, I hate her for that job. Like she just doesn't have that charisma. I feel very Hannah Brown about it though. And Hannah Brown's my favorite bachelorette we've had in a very long time. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see. Um, Wait. So we kind of just end though on, so Katie goes, wait, wait, wait. One of my favorite parts of the episode, Katie (laughs) goes home and I love when they get their suitcases. It's so Mm. good. And they cut to the girls, and the girls are trying to be so upset, Everybody. but they are laughing. It's, it's literally they truly, are, it's truly the meme of Davon from Big Brother going, yeah. <gasps> pretends to be shocked. Yeah, like you have to cover your are, whole face with your you hands almost, so that you don't get exposed. Could, uh, <laughs> right? Who, when they're upset, covers their whole face on their face? Full face covered. Like when I'm upset, like I, if anything, I would just put my head down or something. Like, or even even if I was trying to laugh, if I was laughing, I would just be like, oh my god. <laughs> like these girls are clearly like dying laughing, and you can almost hear it in the audio because I like went back because I was like t- taking a picture of it, and I was like, it literally sounds like there's laughter in that room. Wait, so then we get our cock- our final cocktail party before the rose ceremony. We didn't get, and Heather comes after her quarantine which we get we got all these scenes of her like oh. hijinks she was like she was like goofing around rapunzel rapunzel my hair like she's just being so ridiculous just a like goof. hamming it up on her <laughs> iphone and we finally get her all all dolled up for the cocktail party in white and white. in white yes in white which is a ballsy move ugly white dress heinous ugly oh it was ugly White exactly. dresses, like not good. a white gown, are white gowns are meant for weddings, and they don't. They it starts it ends. There. And even weddings don't do white; they do off white or ivory. Right, but like, like you don't Golf. see celebrities walking carpets in white gowns typically. Like that's not just that's just not I, something that's not something you wear to a prom. That's not something you wear anywhere but a wedding. I have Amen. a feeling that the producers were like, oh, you know that white dress you had for the proposal in case you got that far? Well, we want you to wear that now. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that, that would make sense. Um, um, it was ugly. Uh, yeah, it was ugly. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But um, she gets stuck in the um, entrance of the hotel, which is uh, a laugh and a half. And then she walks in and the girls are literally like, who are you? I do have like, to, I'm going to defend the girls for a second, not knowing who she is, because I could imagine you see a woman without a mask on in a gown <laughs> in full Luke walk through the doors. You're like, 
not expecting like the people you see that aren't on the show are in masks and in black because they're behind the scenes so i'm sure there was a world of where they were like wait what the fuck is happening and you did i'm there's no way that these girls after but yeah because after they knew they're like she's from colton season so they're like oh they like yeah someone had to have known but it's still yeah some random ass bitch Came. Oh my god, that's what I mean. It's like I came I mean, in. I was scared of her. The I'm here for her. I was like, I, I would it. literally be like, that's like what I would say. Like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like they cut it to make it look like she was about to just like rip her head off. But I think she le- oh, she was legitimately like, you, how I yeah. would react. Like, right. who is that bitch? Especially like she yeah. wants to go tell. She's walking past and she wants to go tell them like what the fuck just happened like you know when something happens and you're just like dying to go tell your girlfriends like you're right talking super fast but i i still loved the theatrics i do i'm concerned for her for heather a little bit because <laughs> she course. is for many reasons one being that these <laughs> girls are fucking bitches awful not in life. I'm not. I don't know them personally. I'm just going to say on the show. No, they just, well. They've just they, lost yes. it on the show. Yeah, like, Natalie they are said trapped it, in this bubble. Natalie, and, you yeah. said it right. They do not take to new people well. It's like so, the Shannon Bedore of Bachelor. <laughs> correct. Correct. <laughs> we ain't taking to the new kind. Like, Shannon Bedore would have. Shannon Bedore would have been on the Bachelor, oh like God. in her twenties. Okay. Anyways. Oh, but. absolutely. I feel like most of the women on Housewives would have. No, not no, no, no. I just think OC women would. Like Shannon Bedore and Kenya see. Moore. Shannon Bedore and Kenya Moore do not take kindly yeah. to the new women, and do mm-hmm. except suspicious. this season is suspicious. Kenya Moore is right. Latoya though, that's suspicious. suspicious. Like, we don't get why she's so close with her. Um, Anywho, yeah. Wait, but can we talk about how Piper was like? She was like, I just wanted. I just need the time with that him. That was so like, weird. Girl, bitch, you you went to Barnum and Bailey's circus with him. <laughs> Have a rose. <laughs> right. She's like, like you saw, you're fine. You like, if anyone needs time, it's not you. Yeah, you literally saw the Ringling Brothers and you, like, went and did the thing. And why are you getting mad about spending time with him? I couldn't deal with that. Then, like, next, I can't, every episode I just get so excited for the promos because I wish that... Similar to the Housewives franchise, it's like we see most of the episode in the promos, um, but they're only 40 minutes, not two hours. But I am nervous that, like, they literally go fucking ham on Heather. And again, I'm just going to I don't know her, Heather. I didn't watch Colton season, but she, these women are just so She's She is a, a wallflower about to be eaten by lions. Like, she's yeah. not prepared. <laughs> yeah. And I can't wait to watch. Uh, a- amen, Tom. It's not good for her. Like she shouldn't. She should not have. She should just stayed her quarantined ass. Okay, but in the words of Piper, who's that bitch? Seriously though, because like that's such a nasty ass move to come into a house when you've gone through this process. Like, yeah. You know what it's like, and, and like, she knows. Like these women, like are, are like getting towards the middle to end of this. And have put in so much time. Their hometown's two weeks away. They keep saying that. So. Right. And like, That's by two weeks, they mean in five, five days. days. So like, yeah. it's two yeah, weeks yeah. from the show. Like, it's two weeks. That's going to happen in two weeks for us. But for them, it's happening literally in a couple days. So it's like, 
in what world is she gonna make it not she's not not, not. and like mm. i would be so pissed and it what and just uh, fuck her i don't know i don't like it i don't and know she pissed I, me off. my thing is like it's definitely produced like they told her to come on because like the fact that she was like yeah hannah Brown said we would be perfect together. It's like, well, Hannah should have like let you know that six yeah. months ago. Like, <laughs> not and so obviously it is for the TV show. And Matt definitely, excuse me, definitely knows who she is by the f- way like she comes in and he is like Heather <laughs> and literally yeah. just cackling. First of like, all, his laugh I can't hear it anymore. And then Heather's goes, it's so nice to meet you. No. It's like, no, you've met him before. I think There's they've no met. Way. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. Okay. Well, this kind of brings us to the end of our episode. We don't really have segments today because we already know um, Natalie's track on reality television. Somebody um, please put me but, on it. I'm, still, I'm just waiting. Yeah, we are. We all we all are waiting. We all and you are. are you are a fan favorite of this show. You know that. You guys, I, I, I live to harass people. wait so noodle um can you tell everyone uh where to find you on the social oh yes yes um natalie underscore eckenfels is my instagram handle you did that better this time because remember last time you couldn't remember it and it it was literally your name i mean i got so many followers from the last time i was on (laughs) shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) don't don't say that canada is listening Canada. I would never disrespect you that way. But uh, if, you, if if I get some Canada followers, I'm going to let you guys know. She's international, no, please, honey. Please let us know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. I don't tweet. I just stalk on Twitter. So please don't follow me there. Yeah. Uh, she is Dumois. If you're wondering who Dumois is, it's not. <laughs> yes, I am. I am. I have. I am Dumois. <laughs> that yep, would be iconic. Oh my God. I yeah. would die. Some. That's like, a good track Oklahoma for you. Is Dumois? Oh my god, I would love that even more than being on Housewives. That is. But Natalie, you would have revealed your cover a long time. Oh, ago. there's no way. The minute I hit like 10k followers, I'm like, it's me. <laughs> Swipe up for my yearbook <laughs> picture of uh, 2010. Yes. <laughs> yes. One thousand. <laughs> um. No, but you can follow um me at the Tom Hamlet on Instagram. And you can follow Kicks at Kicks Hamlet. That's C I X. Hopefully, yes. You. What? I was just gonna say, if you're listening, I say that every time. But um, if you're new, it's spelled C I X. Yes. <laughs> and then follow us at Dumpster Drive Pod. And just a couple things we have going on in our podcastle universe. Um. So on Monday nights, I've been doing uh, IG stories of me watching The Bachelor Live. Uh, it's a grand old time. On Wednesdays, Kix is doing our um, weekly roundups just about like uh, the reality news that's happened. That's also on our Dumpster Dive uh, Instagram account. And then on Thursdays, we got a lot going on. Thursdays, uh, we have, we've started a little summer house pregame. So uh, when you're listening to this, we will have already had... Our second episode of that, which is going to be Kix and I, or was Kix and I, um, but we would love to hear any feedback on who you want to have on the pre-games in the future. Essentially, it's just at 8 o'clock before the Summer House premiere. We just drink a little bit, ask, um, answer some questions from people watching on IG Live, and uh, have some fun. Get a little litty. And uh, those all that's all on my Instagram account, so you can find all of that there. And uh, anything else? No, I think that's it. Oh. 
Yeah. Thank you guys so much again for all of the listens and rates and reviews and sharing with your friends. We love it so much and we appreciate you guys tons and tons. Yes, we love you guys and everyone have a fabulous rest of your weekend. Bye. Toodles. Thank you.